Welcome to the Unlock Your Mind podcast, where traditional beliefs are challenged, fears are confronted, and dreams are brought back to life. I'm your host, Derek J. Love. Well, hello, guys. Welcome back. So glad you came back to tune in, listen to another episode, see what I got to say. I'm going to share some stuff with you today that I think will be helpful. There's a lot of people who are going to need to hear this information I'm going to share today, because today I'll be talking about how to get out of debt, how to get out of financial bondage, how to get out of financial slavery. So let me tell you about it. So I, many of you know or don't know, let me give you a little background about me. I kind of got started in this whole financial world because I was so bogged down in debt. I had did what the system taught me to do. I had went and I made it decent amount of money. I had good credit and I bought everything I wanted on credit. And then I just made my monthly payments like I was trained and conditioned to do. But then life happened because I could no longer make some of those payments. I had a foreclosure on a property that I, you know, could no longer maintain. And my magical credit was ruined. Um, And so the debt that I had accumulated became too much for me to maintain and my life shattered to pieces. And as a result of that, I had to learn some new ways to deal with money and manage money. And so in that process, it it, it became very painful, uh, emotionally painful, because I felt as a man challenged. I felt that I was not able to meet and maintain my obligations, my financial obligations. I was harassed on the phone by bill collectors calling me, saying all kinds of crazy stuff to me, challenging my manhood, things they would never say to my face. But on the phone, you know, it's kind of like social media. You get to, you know, be the big bad wolf on the phone. So they would say all kind of crazy stuff to me. Looking at my wife and feeling less than a man because I couldn't do certain things, provide certain things that I had been accustomed to doing. So it, it was a pretty traumatic experience for me. And um, I don't ever want to do that again. I don't ever want to be in that situation again where I feel helpless. I feel like someone else is dictating what happens with my money or what I can purchase based on my financial situation. I don't ever want to feel that feeling again, that feeling of hopelessness, that feeling of being helpless. That's a terrible feeling. And so I became obsessed with trying to figure out how to how do I get out of this mess? I'm in it. I followed the system. The system led me wrong or the system did what the system does. It bit me like a snake. You know, I don't like snakes um, and some people love them. But snake is an animal and, and it operates on instinct. And it's just a matter of time. It's going to bite you. So it's kind of the same way with debt. It's just a matter of time. It's, it's going to get you. No matter how well you play the game, it's going to get you. So I wanted to talk to you today about how do you get out of this stuff? But first, before we get into that, let me ask you a question. Which debt do you think is worse? Now, when I do presentations and, and speak at colleges and corporations, different things like that, I ask this question. Which one do you think is worse? We have literal debt, right? And that's the debt that you borrowed from. You borrowed something from somebody, either money or you use credit to obtain something from someone else 
and you made a promise or a commitment to repay them. That's literal debt. But then there's this other one, emotional debt. That's the one where you feel obligated to someone else. Um, you feel obligated to meet a certain standard or an expectation based on their expectations of you or based on expectations that you've created yourself or based on some other cultural norms or expectations. That's emotional debt. Which one do you think is worse? Literal debt that you just can quickly solve with repaying the money or emotional debt that makes you feel like you're obligated to someone else because of something. Just let that marinate for a moment. We'll talk about it a little bit later or maybe in a whole nother episode because that one that one can get a little heavy. So we'll, we'll deal with that later. But I just want you to think about that. And, and I, I want to know what your answer is. So let me know at the end of the show. Call me or send me an email. Let me know what you think. In the meantime, I'm going to focus today on this podcast on teaching you how to get out of literal debt, the money that you borrowed, the items that you've purchased on credit. So I want to get you focused on on that. So step one to getting out of literal debt is you have to become fed there's a P word that I could use, but, you know, I don't want to use that word because there may be children listening to this podcast. So I'll keep it rated G. But you have to become really upset and fed up with being in debt. That's the first step. Not a not a a a budget. You have to become emotionally fed up and become sick and tired of being sick and tired, sick and tired of being in this situation, sick and tired of the stress associated with debt. That's the first step. Then and only then will you be ready to truly obtain the freedom that you desire and that you want. So after you become fed up and peed off, the next step, you got to have a plan. What's the plan? What's the strategy? Debt is generally, you know, at least for me, I can speak for me, that that was the way of life. That's all I knew. Borrow and pay back. Borrow and pay back. That was all I knew. I, I didn't know anything about just buying because of savings that I had put in place or things like that. So all I knew was borrow, pay back, maintain a good credit score. So I had to have a whole new shift in everything because I didn't have a plan for getting out of debt and using cash to buy stuff. I, I didn't know what that was. So I had to go and inquire. And I now I have in my book, Unlock Your Mind, Unlock Your Money, I have created a 10-step plan, uh, I call it my 10-step redemption plan for your finances. And, and that includes, you know, a step in that 10-step process is step-by-step instructions on how to get out of debt. I'm going to talk about some of it here on this podcast, but I can't cover the whole thing. Get a copy of the book. And then lastly, well, yeah, lastly, you have to start paying down some debts. And there's a strategy to do that. So one of the things I'm going to talk about today um, is first step when we comes to strategy and plan is to create a cushion between you and life. Right. We all know life happens. Unexpected events pop up. Circumstances, situations, they just they they happen. It's, it's part of life. We can't control it. Only thing we can do is respond to it and hopefully we respond accordingly. So. 
we want you to be in position and have some cushion between you and life. And that's called an emergency fund. That emergency fund is designed for life, for unexpected emergencies that pop up that you were not planning for, you didn't anticipate. It's just life. So we want you to have a, a minimum of $1,000 in cash money that you can readily access for life. Why $1,000? $1,000 will cover most minor emergencies, you know, barring something huge. But, you know, $1,000 will cover a flat tire. $1,000 will cover a, a copay to a doctor's visit if your child, you know, gets in an accident and hurts something, breaks something, bumps their head at school. $1,000 will cover the deductible for that. $1,000 will cover, you know, most auto repair issues, you know, unless it's something major in the motor. So $1,000 is a good cushion to keep you from running back to a credit card. So that's that's the whole purpose for that $1,000. So that's step one. And then the the next process after you get that $1,000 in the bank and in an account that you can easily access but not use for a, a buy one, get one free sale or they got this cute purse at Ross or they have, you know, some new shoes, the new Jordans just came out or the new golf clubs just came out and it's a brand new set and no one else in the in the league has them right now. Like, no, no those things aren't emergency. So that's not what that money is for. That money is not for an investment opportunity. It's for life and emergencies, okay? So I want you to be clear about that. So keep that $1,000 there just for that purpose. And then after that, you're going to get aggressive and start paying off your debts like your life depending on it or depends on it. There's a there's a passage in scripture in Proverbs six, Proverbs chapter six, verses one through five, when it talks about um, my my brother, if you have signed surety um, or shaken hands in a pledge. Like that's not a good situation. It talks about how, you know, give no rest to your eyes and you are to act as if your life depends on getting out of this debt. Because you know why it does that the passage at the end of, at the end of it I believe is verse four or five it talks about the cheetah um, in the hand of the gazelle or the gazelle in the hand of the hunter and if you know anything about gazelles they are the lunch of prey in the in the wild in the, in, the, in the jungles and so a gazelle is is the Chick Fil A for cheetahs they. They they hungry. That's what they go eat. So when when the Bible uses this narrative and and these animals, for example, it's it's giving you a situation that you can see, like you're being hunted. When you're in debt, you're being hunted, and you're somebody's lunch. So does your life depend on it? Yeah. And so what is it? You know, if you watch the Discovery Channel, you know you'll see the gazelle is not the fastest animal on the planet by far. The cheetah is, in terms of just pure speed, the cheetah is the fastest animal on the planet. But there's only a few times when the cheetah catches the gazelle. Why? Because the gazelle has learned a strategy. They learn how to bob and weed. They will run in a zigzag and, and outmaneuver the cheetah. 
So that's what that's what that's what I want you to do. I want you to be intentional and outmaneuver this cheetah called MasterCard and Ford Motor Credit and and all these other debtors and Sally Mae and all these people there. You're you're their lunch. That's how they sustain themselves. Think about that. I told you in, in one of my previous podcasts, banks don't sell tangible products. They sell debt. That's how they eat. That's how they sustain themselves. So you are the lunch when you're indebted. We we want you out of this situation. We, they, the banks have enough money already. They got plenty of money. We want to keep that money in your pocket. So we want you to get intentional about getting out of debt. And the first way you do that is to, to, to know what your debts are. That's a start. Find out what your debts are. Write them down on paper. Not this. I, I kind of know in my head. I kind of got an idea what they are. No, write them down so you can see them. You want to see what you owe. And I'm not really concerned as much about the interest rates and all that stuff right now. That's not really what we're dealing with because that's irrelevant. Um, you know, if you were that focused on interest rates and those kinds of things, you wouldn't be in the debt in the first place. So we're not really concerned about interest rates. We're, we're really concerned about changing a behavior. So write down your debts from smallest to largest, and you're going to attack your debts, the smallest debt. I don't care if it's to a person. I don't, it doesn't matter. Pay down that smallest debt and make your minimum payments on all the other debts until you get out of this situation. I, I use an example when I do seminars and workshops. I ask people, I say, hey, well, listen. If you found yourself in a, in a hole and you were buried or you were 10 feet in a hole in a ditch and someone offered to help you out and they had two tools to do so, would you prefer them to give you a ladder or would you prefer them to give you a shovel? <laughs> and one time I actually had a guy say shovel. I hope you're not listening and, and chose that one because you know what a shovel is good for? Digging deeper. You can't dig yourself out of a hole. So you can't borrow your way out of debt. Stop it. It doesn't work. Stop digging. Throw the shovel back. Now, you you think about a ladder, right? And so if you're at the bottom of this ladder and the top is indicative of freedom, financial freedom, which is the goal, which of those rungs are you going to step on first on this ladder? The one at the very top? Or the one at the, at the bottom. Please say the one at the bottom. Ah, good job. I like it. I like it. You're going to step on the lowest one, right? Because what happens? That's the easiest one you can get to. So when you're, when you're writing out your debts from, from smallest to largest, you're not going to start at the, the biggest debt. You're not going to start with your mortgage or your student loans. You're going to make minimum, make your normal payments on those or minimum payments if you can reduce them. And then you're going you're gonna to start on the very lowest one, the smallest debt that you have. Why? Because that's gonna, you're going to start making progress. That's the first step you got to take. So when you wipe out that smallest debt and, you, and you're imagining climbing a ladder, that's one rung that you're down. And now you, every one that you knock out after that, you're getting closer and closer to freedom. So every step that you take, every smallest, the next smallest debt is the next step. So every, every time you knock out one of those small debts, you're getting closer and closer to freedom. So that's how I want you to see paying down and paying, paying off your debts from smallest to largest until you get to the top 
And then you you do everything you can to knock that thing out the park so that you can achieve financial freedom. That is that is how I want you to do that. And so, again, write down your debts from smallest to largest, the largest being at the top, the smallest being at the bottom. And I don't care if it's to to a friend, to a family member. The entity doesn't matter, because like I said in the last um, episode I did or previous episode, I, did, I can't remember which one it was, but your your integrity and, and your credit is based on how well you repay and do what you say you're going to do. So, again, if you got a small debt to a person or an individual, they need their money, too. It doesn't matter that they're not going to report it to the credit bureau. You may not always need the credit bureau if you find yourself in a situation where you need a loan. You may just be able to go to a friend and get that taken care of. But if you have bad credit with them, it's not going to matter. So we want you to pay every single person that you owe back their money from smallest to largest. All right. And then after you do that, you pay down all those debts and, you know, you get everything except your mortgage in this phase. And again, I, I explain these things in detail in my book, Unlock Your Mind, Unlock Your Money. It's available on Amazon. But if you want more details, you can get a copy of that. But just for this purpose right now, we're going to pay down everything. We'll pay off everything, including the car. Yes, the car is included in everything, everything but your mortgage. If you own a home, we're going to save that for another step. But right now in this phase, we're going to just pay down all the debts we have. Yeah. And Sally Mae and, and, and all those people that loaned you money for school, they're included in this phase. So you need to pay them down, too. OK, so that those are those are some quick ways to, to get out of debt and stay out of debt. But now I've, I've done something, a little bonus for you for this episode, because I'm a nerd and I like this kind of stuff. Nah, don't judge me. So I've created an acronym that will help you to remember this a little easier, perhaps not the steps I just went you through, but just to remember debt. So when you see debt, this is the acronym that you need to remember to stay far, far away from it. OK, the D, the D in debt is for disgusted. You have to become very disgusted with the very idea of being enslaved. I mean, excuse me, I'm sorry, being indebted to somebody else. The, the thought has to be repulsive. You have to become disgusted with the very thought of owing somebody anything that you don't absolutely have to. Okay. The E in debt is for emotional. You have to become emotional about it. You have to, you know, use that P word that I said I wasn't going to use. Um, it rhymes with kissed, but it begins with a P. Okay. It's rated G. For all our young people, I don't want them to be, ooh, that man said a bad word. So, but you have to become emotional about it. You you got emotional when you got into the debt. There was some emotion that said, buy this car, buy this house, buy this dress, buy this whatever. There was an emotion that drove you to that decision, right? You didn't just buy it purely based on logic. You may have needed a car, but you didn't need that one. Okay, but anyway, don't don't stone me. Don't stone me. Okay, I'm gonna move right along because I, I know I, I I'm I'm I feel your tension. I feel your hair is standing up on the back of your neck. Like what this man say? Okay, so anyway, move right along. The B in debt is you have to become bold enough to change your beliefs and to change your habits about debt. You have to change the way you see debt. It is it is not a tool. It's bondage. So you got to become bold enough. To say, no matter what the popular opinion is, no matter what the rest of society is saying, 
that doesn't matter. I will no longer be a slave to debt. That takes that takes bold moves. You take that that takes a lot of confidence in yourself and because you're going counterculture. You have to become one of those weird people. Because the normal the normal thought in society is debt is normal. Debt is cool. Have good credit like me so we can brag and talk about how great our credit is, how well of a slave we are. <laughs> Don't stone me, guys, I tell you. I'm just a guy with an opinion. And the T for debt is you have to become terrified of going back into debt. Remember that cheetah I talked about and that gazelle? You think that gazelle was just casually jogging? No, he was terrified because he knows any misstep, any miscalculation, if he stops moving, he's going to be lunch. And so I want that's how I want you to see this. When if you stop and think that it's OK to go back into debt, you just became lunch for your predator. Whichever one you pick, it doesn't matter. You just became lunch. So now they're getting fat off of you. Congratulations. So. Again, when you think of debt, I want you to remember it this way. The D is for disgusted. The E is for getting emotional. The B is for being bold enough to change your beliefs. And the T is to be terrified of going back into debt. Ladies and gentlemen, I hope this this podcast has helped in some capacity to change your mind about the way you see debt and shown you a clear path to get out. Remember the latter. Smallest to largest. Work your way out. Become emotional. Get out of this stuff. Stay out of this stuff. Run like your life depends on it. Why? Because it does. I want to see you live. I want to see you prosperous. I want to see you healthy and wealthy so that you can unlock your mind, not only for your generation, but for generations to come after you. We have to break the cycle. And one of the ways we break this cycle of poverty is by getting out of this debt getting out of bondage. So please, 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 whatever you need to do, sacrifice whatever you need to sacrifice. Find every extra dollar you can. If you need to pick up a side job, go find one. It doesn't matter. Work whatever hours you got free. Get intentional. Get focused about getting out of debt, people. It's crazy. Like there's that's we should that should not be the norm. That just that shouldn't be the norm where you're in bondage all your life. You work all your life and have very little to show for it because you spend all your money repaying for stuff that you borrow. Get out. Stay out. Enjoy life. This has been the Unlock Your Mind Show. Thank you guys for tuning in to another episode of the Unlock Your Mind podcast. I pray you would share this episode. We're all in this together. Changing the way we think so that we can change our financial future. If this episode challenged you or inspired you or made you want to do something different, I want to hear about it. You can email me. It's Derek at DerekJLove.com. That's D-E-R-R-I-C-K at DerekJLove.com. Derek J. Love is a financial coach, a public speaker, author, and real estate broker. To bring Derek to speak at your function or corporate event, contact him at 832-721-2251. That's 832-721-2251.